Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to We Say Things, episode 73. Cinder, are you trying to pretend that it's you talking? My name is Cinderin, and I am an idiot for not watching In Bruges. You couldn't even guess that I was going to say that for some reason. <laughs> Anywho, uh, greetings. It's been a very long time. How are you? Yeah, it's been a whole week. It's been a very long week. I'm yes. good comparatively. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. It's all right. Glad to hear it. Let's let's yeah. say thanks together for our, our beautiful In Bruges patrons who we will now name. Uh, you can take the first half, Cinderin. Yeah, I'm taking the first half because you didn't want to say this, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know how to say right. this. Right, so... Uh, Wait, how is this pronounced in English, actually? Oh, you can't look it up. That's the whole point. I know what it is. Oh, okay. I don't know. Take it. Well, at least this word exists in Danish. Okay, so an anemone in anonymity is an enemy and an anomaly. But I don't know if it's pronounced like that or if that word even exists in English like that. Anemone. I don't know what that word means. What does it it's mean? A, it's a type of flower that grows on the water in like a pod, I think. Okay. Like Either that or it's just the type of flower that dr grows in the forest. One or the other. I forgot. Anyway, uh, Fab Daddy. That's easier to say. Uh, say Daddy all the time in my everyday life. The Mega Pope. I can't actually afford this Pepega card. <laughs> Steve Nash retired as a Laker. TI in New Zealand. Zan Savior. Suns fan Pudge Omegalo. Yes. Nate Thicko 01, Ham Scroats, Bacon, no, not that bacon, the other bacon, overcoming my intense addiction to cowboy boots and clown porn. I wish you best of luck with that. Lick, Shark TM, Hoey988, and Freshly Seasoned Goat Balls. Thank you also to Change Will Happen, Comrade Dmitry Valdisov. How close was I on the last one? Eh, not bad. Sorry, just interrupting the in Bruce shout-outs to say Ben Broomhead sickens me. Back to it, Ben Jackson. Thank you to Dop. Sex is cool, but have you ever tried Piekvio Chosgrvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvvv
there are some that are literally three plus hours that I listen to that have it. So that is not a reason that I uh, can think of. So okay. I, I don't know. If somebody at YouTube wants to help, if you guys have friends and family that work at YouTube, that would be great because it sucks that everybody gets these timestamps but us. Um, number two, we had our Pog tournament. Congratulations to a random bunch of people that played uh, that won the tournament. Uh, it was a lot of fun to cast. Uh, the team that won, oh my God, what is the name? Something Mafia. Ugh, so bad I don't remember. Isn't it Romanian something? Oh, how the hell did you know that? Yes, Romanian Romanian Mafia. mafia? Thank yeah. you, Cinderin. I appreciate it. Uh, cast with Brax during the finals. Maybe I was smurfing. Who knows? Yeah, Nobody would have guessed if I was in Romanian Mafia. That's true. Uh, and then in the finals, Slax actually showed up to cast, and he was just really angry. And I still haven't oh. figured out why. He was just talking shit he about the mode. He figured out he's becoming a dad. And <laughs> he had just finished a ranked match and lost. And then for the next two hours was just miserable casting with us, even though he's the one that offered. And then once it was over, he left without saying goodbye. And he was streaming the whole time. <laughs> and usually when he gets like angry and he you know comes back and apologizes, right? He, every single time. This is the only time he didn't. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what's, I'm telling what's wrong you, with him. It's the kid. Right He's I distracted. Guess. He's stressed out. I don't know. Very, very strange. Um, and then the final thing before we get into the dotes, uh, Suns fan recommends Cinderin, except mm -hmm. it's the opposite. I do not recommend watching the movie Tenet. What a pile of fucking shit. Suns Garbage. Recommend not watching Tenet. That's Correct. Still a recommendation. So let me, I'm going to not spoil the movie, so don't worry about that. So Christopher Nolan is. I'd have to look at the list. He, at the very least, top two director of all time for me. Okay, incredible. He's done the Batman series with, um, God, what's that guy's name? Uh, Christian Bale. Those Batman movies were god tier. He's done Interstellar. Um, his original movie was Memento. Like, his movies are so fucking good. Unbelievably good. So anytime he comes out with a movie, I'm just going to go watch it, plain and simple. I actually broke my... Uh, isolation to go watch a movie, Cinder. I went to the movie theater during the mm -hmm. pandemic, which I haven't done you, since March. Did you wear a mask the whole movie? No, because I was eating. Well, actually, we were only one of two people, Nikki and I, plus one person in the entire theater, and it was a big theater. Um, and where did the other people sit? Nobody. Nobody bought tickets. The movie's been out for. We went during the week. Okay, we were safe, mm -hmm. and it's been out for like a month now. So nobody's gonna be watching it right now, especially during the pandemic. Anywho, let me talk about this did movie. You, did you stuff your face with fucking popcorn covered in glaze syrup and... All right. If you want to get into this, I will also complain about this. So as you guys know, when I go to the movies, my favorite thing is to get this popcorn, just drench it in butter, and then cover it in caramel powder. It's the best thing <laughs> ever. And I have a giant cherry Coke with no ice. Okay, that's my... Like this is not even me kidding. That is literally my favorite thing to eat slash. It's my favorite activity: watching a movie and having that garbage. So we go mm. to the theater, and for whatever reason, my popcorn thing, my voucher, wasn't working. Apparently, it expired because we haven't been there in so long. So I had to buy this popcorn. This it's not even a big popcorn; just a regular size. Seven fucking dollars. It just doesn't Seven. taste as good when it costs money, does it? That's the number one thing. Number two. The butter dispenser was deactivated because of the pandemic. They don't want people sharing that shit. So I couldn't even put fucking butter on it. And number three, they didn't have the powder out because of the pandemic. You had to pay money for the powder. $2 extra, which I did not do. $7 was the limit. And it was the most disgusting fucking popcorn, which, again, did not affect my so, outlook so on the movie. you actually had popcorn. I did. It was horrible. Yeah. Terrible Unlucky. experience. Maybe anyway, popcorn just isn't for you. Shut up. Back to Maybe the movie. Maybe you should bring your own caramel next time you go to the movies. Just the funny bring, thing is we have our own. Container. I should have. Just bring a bucket of caramel. We you just stick literally... your finger in that and lick it throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Nobody's going to notice. There's nobody else in the cinema. So. Uh, that's, that's a good point. No, I, I would literally do that. It's not even a meme. Anyway, the movie, Cinder. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that wants to watch it. So the previews looked weird. I didn't know what to expect. And the movie, it's, it's very convoluted in my opinion. I'm not going to say what it's about, but the thing that it doesn't matter how good a movie is, in my opinion, if the sound is so fucking poorly edited, 
you literally could not hear half the dialogue. It's like it feels like you How know when you're possible. I heard a lot of complaints about this before I went, so I was kind of expecting it, but it was way worse than I thought. You know, in Batman, where what's that villain that had the thing over his mat? Yeah, I know that. It sounded the whole movie. Everyone talked like that, and there it's not mm-hmm. like there wasn't a lot of dialogue. There's a shit ton of dialogue. And I'm a person, like, if I'm watching a movie at home on Netflix or something, I will always use subtitles because even if I understand the language, I miss, like, 20% maybe of dialogue is what I've noticed. This legitimately over half the dialogue I didn't, I didn't catch at all. And for me, that, that is criminal that you can... So I, people... Are you sure I it wasn't about because... This. So now that your popcorn weren't with caramel and butter, they were harder than if... If you put butter and caramel on them, it probably seeps in and makes them, like, really soft. So now that they were harder, maybe when you were chewing them, it was actually louder, and that kind of blocked out See, your ears that, while you were. You know that is a great. Que- I didn't eat the popcorn after the first five minutes, so your your theory it was so disgusting I couldn't even get halfway through the bag. So your theory is dead in the water, Cinderin. Did you but, put the popcorn in your ears out of protest that they weren't with butter? No. Okay, that was the last idea I had. Thank I guess, you. I, I guess hope the that's the last. Just- got bad editing so no I, I heard about it too i'm just surprised like yeah so somebody i i don't know where where i read it that somebody was like there's some sort of stylistic choice going into the editing of the sound yes. where it's supposed to be disjointed or whatever or whatever it was so but it, if you literally can't hear dialogue that's pretty bad yeah so i some people tweeted back at me and saying they love the fact that the, the editing was like that i didn't respond because i was too angry but Again, I'm not going to get into the reason. I understand the reason why they would, like, the idea behind it, right? Because it fits the timeline. Like, things are kind of, like, backwards, forward, whatever. But when it impairs your hearing enough that you actually cannot listen, like, understand half the dialogue, it's fucking shit. That's, like, the most pretentious garbage ever that I've ever heard. also what the title of the movie is about? Tenet is, yeah, it's a... It's a... uh, Palindrome. Palindrome, yes. So wow. maybe yeah, the sound garbage. is good if you watch the movie backwards. Yeah, we will never know because I'm Just never watching it. Play it backwards movie. at home. Yeah, dude, imagine that everybody's complaining about the sound and the cinemas have just all been playing the movie in the wrong order. <laughs> so do not mm. recommend Tenet unless you're pretentious and like things to sound like shit because it's uh, it's cool. So if you're into most contemporary rap music, this is the movie for you. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Yeah. Too try hard, in my opinion. Okay. So first thing we'll start with this week was obviously very sad news. Flo, who was a part of teams like Fly to Moon, Vega Squadron for a little bit as well, apparently died of cancer. I don't I don't think I saw any really specifics about it. I I hadn't heard this was even happening, but apparently he's been battling it for a long time. Yeah. Um so obviously extremely sad. We give our condolences to him. Or his family, I should say, and friends and, and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, it's um, he got diagnosed like more than two and a half years ago. I, re- I remember it happening and there be- really? it being talked about. And then, yeah, and supposedly things went well with surgery and he was recovering. And then he had, what do you call that in Canada? Do you also call it a relapse when it comes back after it's supposedly gone? Yeah. I mean, cancer is never really gone, right? Like that's the thing about it is that you can feel really good and suddenly it just comes back and that's what happened to him. It's kind of similar to the story with Total Biscuit where the surgery and everything went well or the treatment went well rather. Uh, and then out of nowhere, it just comes back and just kicks you in the ass and it fucking sucks. Um, I have a little bit of experience playing with this guy in public games. I thought he was always, uh, at least my memory of playing with him was pretty good. Um, he was one of the more better English-speaking Russian players, mainly played offlane, pretty active, seemed seemed to you know be trying, be trying his best and keep his morale high despite what was going on in his life. Um, so I think that's really admirable. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it... it- Really, I mean, I know a lot has happened this year, but this really puts things in perspective about what's important. Uh, cancer is just, ugh. dude, he was 25. That is yeah. unreal. Like, I believe I'm the, 10 years the, older already. He had a, was it a brain tumor? I think it was. He had a, he had a bad type of cancer. He had a really bad type. 
and things were going well, but yeah. So again, condolences to his family, his friends, everybody that played with him. Uh, very sad to hear. Next thing on the agenda for this week. I mean, honestly, in terms of other type of news, there really wasn't that much. This might be a bit of a light episode. Um, ESL and DreamHack apparently are joining forces. So I read their their kind of blog, what do we want to call it? Their press release. And I actually read it twice just to see if I, <laughs> if I remembered it correctly. But they don't like talk about anything. They just say they're joining forces and then that's it. Am I missing something? Are we supposed to speculate? No, I, th I think it's basically a merger, right? That's how I understood it, at least. Uh, I remember seeing the tweet from, I think it was Bonnie, who worked with or works with DreamHack, saying, I just got 400 new colleagues. Um, something like that. So, I mean, I don't know. Is it a full company-level merge, or is it a tournament-level merge? Yeah, that's... It just says ESL and DreamHack are joining forces to further accelerate our shared mission to shape the future of esports and gaming and to create a world where everybody can truly be somebody, a.k.a. a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> but obviously, <laughs> like, if we talk about them merging as companies or even just, I mean, it doesn't matter which way it goes, I suppose. It's still pretty major news. Right. ESL and DreamHack, especially in Dota, have done a shit ton of tournaments. Um, so... I don't know what this does that mean there's going to be less tournaments as a result or this will accelerate even further into additional tournaments on top of what they're already doing obviously we don't know specifics but still big news regardless of not having any uh details to talk about i mean is is there any is there any way that this could be a bad thing do you think just trying to look at the other side i guess since we're speculating already about what it could mean for the scene i don't know uh you know the classic thing with tournament organizing and anything really is that competition is supposed to make the product better right so if two of the teams that were usually competing in the past for products now work together uh the negative outlook is that now that they just if they will do all the tournaments together the positive outlook is they're going to be have more resources and do a better job the negative outlook is there's going to be less competition so Maybe they need to try less hard. I don't know. Uh, I don't see it as a bad thing, instant initially at least. Um, but you never know. Okay. Um, just to finish off, I just I looked into it a little bit more because I wanted to make sure the thing about flow, um, because I remembered. Uh, I remembered reading about it, those uh, those two and a half years ago, and the thing that he got initially, it was apparently diagnosed really late, which makes it quite. I don't know if he was if it was incredible that it got treated, but supposedly what was discovered was a 21 centimeter mediastinal tumor, and the mediastinum is in the chest, I believe. Can you convert that to imperial system for me? 21 centimeters is like eight inches. Eight inches radius diameter. Uh, I'm guessing diameter, but like, just think about that as a that's, tumor, yeah, like how it's fucking huge. It's, Jesus Christ. The fact that that could be treated and that he was supposedly recovering is quite incredible. If you think back, like mm. something like that, I don't think would have been very possible even a few decades ago, probably <laughs> that would have just been a flat out death sentence on the spot. Right. Yeah. Without being an expert on the subject, uh, a 21 centimeter tumor sounds like a, a really, really major problem. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, all cancers are, well, I don't want to sound like an expert at all as well, but uh, family has dealt with stuff like that. I mean, not to that extent, I suppose, like breast cancer, uh, prostate cancer. For some of those things, you can just lop it off and you don't really have to worry about it as much. Um, and then, I mean, it depends on what kind of treatment you want to have. But if it's like in a very delicate area that is close to organs, then you don't always have that option, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Anywho, next thing, Cinderman. Um, so crazy. <laughs> this, it's no offense to crazy here, but this just shows how little happened in terms of like Dota news this week. 
when we're talking about crazy disband. I don't even know who's on the roster other than AUI, if I'm being honest. But the really? organization, crazy, uh, has split up. They have terminated all contracts for all players on all their teams because of COVID, essentially. So that's yeah. Dota 2, CSGO, and Rainbow Six Siege. So, of course, I don't know the specifics behind like contracts behind some of this stuff, but the fact that typically, I would, I mean, it depends on the org, obviously, but I would assume a lot of times that the org can just terminate for, um, oh, what's it called? We put in every single contract where, the, what's that? What's that phrase? Force majeure. Force majeure. When something out of your hands just like COVID is a force majeure. Yep. For a lot of these contracts. So I'm In sure the truest like, meaning of the word. Yes, yes. It really is. So. So yeah, all those players are free to join whatever teams they want. I believe that that leaves only EG. I want to say in NA, that are a sponsored org. Is that? Does that Correct. seem right to you? I think they're the last one. That's I just insane. just to do it. Uh, just to do it a bit a bit more justice. The four players that were still officially signed with the team, because uh, they used to play with Skitter, but he left the roster and he's playing in Europe uh, currently with Fata's team. What is it? It's called uh, Mud Golems. Uh, but the other four players, Brile, AUI two thousand, like you mentioned, Moon Meander, and Kezu, were the other players in the team. Um, most notably for me, of course, Kezu, an uh, old teammate of mine. We're still good friends, talk, play together. Um, so it sucks. I, I talked to him a little bit about it, and he's like, the perspective of getting an organ in A right now is almost non-existent, right? And getting one in general is really hard. So it obviously affects these players' livelihoods, right? And like now they need to decide, okay, we don't have this stable income. There's almost no tournaments to look forward to. Like, what do you do? as these players, like how are you going to spend the next half year? I think there's just a lot of uncertainty. Uh, fortunately for Kezu, he has a decently successful stream. Um, so he can always turn to that, spend a lot of energy and time on that. But what about the other players? Uh, Moon Meander can maybe try to revive his stream if he wants to. Um, but yeah, AUI and Brile. Yeah, I actually I guess AUI completely... has some, something saved up from TI5, but you know. True, I would hope so. I actually and they, they played with Kezu HFN. I should mention that they they started playing with HFN. Uh, so How does the, Kezu play in those games? They're playing East mean? US East. Oh yeah, I think it's all in East. So he has like. How bad uh, is that ping? It's like a hundred ping, maybe. It's okay, it's playable. It's definitely playable. What do you consider playable from EU? Time. Don't know. I I don't, I don't want to give like hard numbers. I'll just say when I've played on US East, uh, it's been all right. Like, you remember when we played A to Z Dual Lane Challenge, right? Um, <laughs> yep. It was definitely playable. It wasn't perfect, but it's playable. Playing on West is awful. Playing on East is doable. That would be a good series. Make you play on West. <laughs> yeah, Maybe great. We're on the same level, then. <laughs> I, don't know, uh, I don't know about the server that it gives them when they do a private lobby versus a public lobby, uh, if it makes any difference. I just don't know about the server infrastructure if it literally gives you the same kind of server as the pub games run on or if it's located differently. Um, by the way, it's definitely playable. It's noticeable, but playable. Yeah. So, again, another NA team. I mean, they're, they haven't disbanded, right? The actual team. No. no, no. They just lost their org, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so NA just continues to crumble in a lot of ways. And, I mean, with yeah. each org that leaves, even if it's temporary... That's going to be, in theory, less tournaments that are interested in even. I mean, if we're, let's say we were to run a moderately large tournament, like let's say we got mm -hmm. like 50K even. That's not that big, but let's say 50. Right. For other games, it's huge, but for Dota, not so much. I wouldn't want to do NA. I, w I wouldn't give a shit because, number one, you're not doing a LAN, right? So it doesn't have to be fair distribution of regions. I just want the best teams. And NA has literally one org. And those players aren't even, are they even playing together right now? Like half their roster is not even in the US. So yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure what's going on. It's just EU. That. EU, SEA yeah. probably has, yeah, SEA is okay. CIS as well. I mean, it's really just the US is horrendous. Even South America has more uh, sponsored orgs, I believe, than NA, if I'm not mistaken. So they do. It's rough, man. It's rough stuff. I, mean, I think what we should maybe think about or, or talk about with this is what should Valve do? Because I've seen, 
I know I don't know if you read the thread on Reddit about crazy releasing all the rosters, but a lot of people are pointing fingers at Valve saying <clears throat> this is what happens when you don't I'm I'm not sure what to call it apart from kind of temporarily fund the scene or whatever while COVID is on. Uh, first of all, is that Valve's responsibility? And secondly, what is the cost benefit of it? Like, let's say you do uh, indefinitely, you don't know how long this is going to last. You pump in money to run tournaments for the pro scene to have something to do to generate content. Um, I'm pretty sure Valve could find a way of profiting off it if they want to. Uh, it's not that difficult to imagine that you could have made that. Like the opportunities are endless, right? When you think about it, there's you you own the games. You could do whatever. You could add cosmetics to regional leagues so people buy a ticket for it, or you could like make some sort of a special battle pass that connects with COVID, the COVID pass or something. In addition to the what a great pass, name, I would buy that. Yeah, you know, that's just an example. <laughs> then there, then maybe there's worries about over. Like oversaturation because people already spend a lot of money on TI Battle Pass, how much they're going to care, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, there's definitely a perspective that a lot of people have that they're complaining that Valve isn't doing enough. So I'm curious, like, what do you think? Because I definitely think Valve could and should do more here. Um, not just NA specifically, but just in general. Like, they're, they've announced how they're going to handle the DPC going forward with the league systems for more regular content to make it easier to find sponsors because you have a guaranteed set of games for exposure. Um, but what about now? Right. Well, two you can of look the to three... other games, what they're doing, right? Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. I think comparing yourself to other games is healthy. I know a lot of people don't like to do that because it's not always a one-to-one, -one, especially when, like if we were to compare Dota to league, it's not even remotely the clo close to being the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a franchise league. Yeah. Uh, players are the, the amount that they average in money, like salary, is absurd compared to Dota. But that's a whole. Yeah. I mean, again, that's the other side of the spectrum. But uh, like two of the three teams from Crazy are Valve games, CS:GO and Dota. So this is just one team. I'd be interested to see what other games are doing. But like from Valorant, as just an example, you know, they're still not back in the office, right? They're still working from home, but they've announced mm -hmm. what they're going to be doing for tournaments and whatnot. Uh, and we talked about this last week and the week before, and probably literally every week for the past two months, at the very least, that Valve, they've made some announcement, but they, they've, al they've always been super vague about what they're right. actually going to do. There's no details about anything. So, yeah, it makes sense that these orgs that probably aren't that profitable in Dota to begin with are like, who, like why would we spend any more money on rosters right now when there's literally no tournaments in NA? Like, none of our... Our team can't even play in tournaments right now that are even worth being in. So yeah. it just it just comes down to getting more tournaments for the short term. And then, again, hearkening back to a lot of the past episodes that we've talked about, they can do a lot of stuff. They can change a lot of their the outlook that Valve has, not only just NA, but as a general ecosystem of Dota, spreading the love, spreading the prize pools, spreading whatever the fuck you want to call it. That is the long-term solution in both you yeah. and our opinions, which that one I do not see happening, but would be a great change of pace. But for the short term, just announce something, literally anything, Dire Tide, come out with it, and then attach some like fun prize pool game modes. I don't know. You can do anything. But I mean, even like the Aghanim had a lot of, uh, you could have made that, I thought they did a good job with Aghanim's. Because I know that they have so much on their plate as well with Battle Pass, but you could have even mm -hmm. tied it more into like the leaderboard stuff, um, into like even just small little prize pools that would perhaps keep people's interest for a longer period. Like there's, there's just so many different things they could do, and it just feels like they're kind of doing the minimum right now. Yeah. Uh, next thing on the list: four a.m., otherwise known as four angry men. Actually, technically, their name is Four Angry. Their their logo says Four Angry Men Four. That's weird, but anyway, uh, Silar apparently has been kicked from that lineup. So that apparently is very big news. Um, this was after learning about the dispute. The four players decided to lower their salary to pay the transfer fee for Paparazzi. So I guess it's a kind of a huge shit show. That the roster that's showing right now still shows Silar on Liquipedia, but obviously that's yeah. not correct. It was so. um, 
Yeah, I think it was uh, maybe who talked about it on, I think it was on maybe stream. I don't remember exactly how it went down, so I don't want to say anything wrong, but it was something about transfer fees and a long delay on getting a, a good answer. Like they waited two months on an answer from some, uh, I don't know if it was from a company or from an org or whatever, uh, about transfer fees and everything. And then things kind of just went to shit and eventually it ended up like this. Like the end result is that Siler is out and paparazzi's in, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, the way they got there was apparently not very clean. So yeah, there's been quite a bit of drama about that. Yep, and I have no other info on that drama, but obviously it's just goes in conjunction with, to a degree, like the crazy releasing the roster. Yeah. On that. Um, the next one, this is a very interesting topic that I don't think we've talked about that I can mm -hmm. provide a little bit of insight on. But Saberlight from NIP uh, made a tweet. I'm just going to read it, saying, can we normalize not getting borderline death threats when you lose an official? This is nothing compared to what some of my friends have received. Most of the time, it's whatever, but when you're already in a bad place, it can get rough. You need to understand you can lose money betting. So he provides a picture of basically, you know, just some guy flaming him. And this is actually a pretty big problem. Like, I've gotten a couple... I mean, people are pieces of shit, okay? That's what, that's what I've learned, especially in the last <laughs> year or since COVID started. People are pieces of shit, but... Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I don't know. Have you received death threats ever? I'm going to ask you that first online. Ye, uh, like, and if you have what I kind, mean, like the, the serious kind or just the playful kind or in between? I don't know. I mean, I probably haven't then shrugged it off, right? Because people are just fucking angry. Like the thing, for example, the screenshot that Saberlight posted is something like, hope you die from COVID. Please die you and all your family. I've had something like that probably um, where people are just angry and they're like, <clears throat> you know, I'm not saying it's a small thing. I'm not trying to diminish how much this matters. It's more like, I think the way he put it is really good. The way Saberlight put it, where he's like, most of the time it's whatever, but when you're already in a bad place, it can get rough. Like that's a really good way of thinking about it. If you're, if you're having an average day and somebody writes shit like that, you're like, oh, what a fucking idiot. And then you shrug it off. But if you're in a bad mood or you've had a, a rough streak and you're already feeling negative, then those messages just hurt, you know? Um, whether it's something like that or something else. But I don't know if you know what I mean when I say that those threats aren't the same as, you know, there can be different levels of seriousness to a death threat. I, I don't know if it makes sense to really grade it or make a scale no, or something. No, I, I know like what you that, mean. But I, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, like really serious ones, I don't remember getting. Stuff like this probably a few <clears> times. <throat> or also like on your Steam, I don't know if you have this enabled where you can get messages on your Steam profile or whatever. If I play bad in a pub game and somebody <laughs> thinks I'm fucking terrible or whatever... <laughs> Uh, or even if I play all right and he just doesn't yeah. understand or disagrees or whatever, then sometimes you just get a message on your wall like "never play Dota again" or "kill yourself" or shit like that. You know, right. like, kill yourself is very common. Shouldn't yeah. be normalized in any in any way by any means, uh, but I kind of treat it as what it is. Right? It's yeah. somebody who's pissed off in a fit of rage, writing a shit message, and then whether they regret or not later is kind of irrelevant. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's there. like the I mean, so. the part of the reason behind this is anonymity to a degree that's what i thought originally I, th yeah. I originally thought like 10 15 years ago when the internet was not quite as developed as it is now I'm like you know what if they just put people's names mm -hmm. they wouldn't be as toxic and guess what that is a hundred percent incorrect because facebook has the most toxic <laughs> shit i've ever seen so that and the workshop page so I personally, just as a personality, have gotten a, like a decent amount of death threats. Nothing like major. Like one was kind of serious. Um, one just random one off the top of my head. I can't remember a lot of the other ones, but one that stuck in my head was the guy was so angry that I liked artifact that he wanted. He was very detailed about what he wanted to do. He sent me a couple messages on Reddit. Um, so I think as a personality, it's well, maybe more so me than. <laughs> It, it's somewhat, I wouldn't say it's common, but it happens every now and then. I'm sure there's been, like, Shiver, I can only imagine. It's, like, far worse probably than a lot of us. Um, 
So one thing I will say, though, is when I owned a team, and you can talk about it as a player on some of these mm -hmm. pro teams as well, the betting scene actually, for whatever reason, kids get a hold of their parents' wallet. I don't know what the fuck happens. They bet on these games. They lose money. They send these messages extremely often. Like I'm talking about, we had the. I only was only a part of the team for a year and a half. There were so many death threats on Facebook because of losing games because of betting. I don't know if you're doing it justice when you say kids get their parents' wallet or whatever. I don't think it's just kids, man. I know. That's just I me want putting to them believe. Down, I, I want to believe that it's immature fifteen-year-olds yeah. that are betting for the first time. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's the culture. I think it's people in their 20s as well. People that are betting and expecting a return because they're like, oh, I have a really yeah. good understanding of Dota. I know how good my team is right now or this team or that team. And then whatever scapegoat you can find who you think played bad in the game with your... There's a really high chance you're just flat out fucking wrong because you don't understand the game on the level that the pros do. Um, so you're just flaming somebody who, in your opinion, did bad. Uh and it's beside the point anyway, whether you're right or not. Like, it, people are going to have fucking bad games. It's going to happen. You have bad games yourself. You just won't admit it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people. You I never bad play games that. every game. Shut up. So, yeah. I mean, the fact that the, the problem here is that the behavior is normalized. That's the problem. But oh, I yeah, don't there's no have repercussion, the solution. Right? That's I the don't problem. have the solution because there's they... no way of enforcing it. They send the right. message, and then they don't think that... Again, let me just put... This is only my perspective, and I, I feel really bad for people that don't have the same... Like, There's sometimes that it does affect me. I won't lie. Like, mm -hmm. uh, Even if it's not just death threat, if, it could just be criticism, right? Just people flaming you. I will say 95% yeah. of the time it doesn't affect me, but occasionally, like if I'm sleep-deprived or something's happening in my life where it's actually affecting me, then it really affects me. And I, I know that... Most people are affected by that more than me. And I right. think part of it, and I've brought this up before, it sounds stupid, but it actually is so real, I think. I'm convinced at least. Mm -hmm. Me growing up with the name Shannon in America beat the fucking shit out of me. Not literally. Nobody actually ever mm -hmm. beat me up. But emotionally, verbally abused throughout high school or middle school and high school. I remember in middle school, I used to come home crying every day. And toughen my skin a lot more than a normal person would have had to gone through right and this is right. not even counting people that go through actual abuse right so right. I, I can't imagine what it's like for some people so I, I consider myself kind of lucky for having even that's so stupid to say being bullied in middle school and high school ends up helping me online but part of it is online a lot of the people growing up are growing up online so their maturity right. level doesn't really peak at a normal age. It doesn't get to the point that it needs. Like you could be talking about a twenty-five-year-old as a maturity level of a, a regular fifteen-year-old. Literally, that's I would consider that actually kind of normal by online standards, right? Somewhere yep. in that range, um, which is unfortunate. I don't know what to do. Like they send these threats, and there's no repercussions, right? It's not like like what are you going to do about? It? You can't. You're not going to send it to the police. It's not serious enough to go to the police. They're not going to give a shit, right? I don't know about. Denmark. I mean, even if America. they did, what are they going to do? Yeah, there's nothing. So the ones that I love, online. the ones that I absolutely love are the women, some of the women that get verbally abused and then they uh, get in contact with their parents, the person that's verbally abusing those parents, and then show them their tweets. And then they're all like super apologetic. I'm so sorry. Please don't show my parents, please. Those give me a lot of joy to read. Uh, but other than that, there's not much <laughs> repercussions for what they do. So I guess it's just a part of being online. Um, yeah. Okay. Next and final topic, because we we don't have much to talk about this week. Uh, the Battle Pass Cinder ends in three days. Do you think we will make it to 40 million? Last I checked, we were about 700K off. Maybe you can update me on the actual figure. It would have to be a considerable jump to get to it. We are on 39,523,000. Oh. Okay, we could. We could do it. So 500K away for 10 levels, Cinder. What do you think? Will that happen? It probably... Wait, so how many days did you say? Three days left? Yeah. I think with the trajectory of the graph, it happens, yeah. It's going to barely happen right. if this continues. Tell me this. 
I'm gonna, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask? If we don't reach it and we're like 100K away or whatever it is, do you mm. think Valve just rounds it up? And if they no. don't, do you think people will get angry? Because I think they will get very angry, actually. Probably. So I think that Valve will see this coming. Part of me kind of wants to see it. <laughs> they will Part see of this me coming. Wants us to be short by fifty bucks. That would be so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, I would, I would way rather be fifty dollars short than get my ten levels. I don't care about my ten levels. I think <laughs> I do. I think the irony, or it's not even irony. I just think it would be fucking funny. You know, like. Well, I think we will make it because of this next person we're going to talk about, which is the Saudi quote unquote Saudi prince, who is level one hundred. Or well, maybe. Level one hundred and seven thousand five hundred and sixty-one. He says he spent how much? Fifty k on the battle. Yeah, pass? about fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he would have to spend a lot more than that actually to. Yeah, he's get contributed it up to about eleven thousand dollars to the prize pool. Yeah, it's not even that much. That shows you how many big to... whales there are. How many levels does he have? I didn't. Uh, 107,000, I think. Right. So he still has 3,200 crystal maiden wheel thingies to be disappointed with. Um, yeah. How long would it take to spin all of those in a row? Probably till next battle pass. How long is a spin? Is it like 10 seconds? It's an eternity, especially when you never get anything of value. <laughs> it's fucking 10 hours. You can just sit there and spin <laughs> it for 10 hours. Yeah, that's why you can spend a whole day being disappointed. <laughs> that's amazing. Who wouldn't want to pay $50,000 to spend a whole day being disappointed? I mean, that's why we play Dota 2 in general. So it's no different. Yeah. yeah, but you can get it for free. You can just play the game. Then you also get disappointed right. for 10 hours. So what are you expecting when... The, forget about the 10 levels and all that stuff. When the battle pass ends, are you expecting anything? Other than the Arcana vote results. I'm hoping for something. Expecting? Don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much, to be honest. What to expect at this mm. point. Um, so I don't know. Okay. Interesting um, answer, Cinderin. About, uh yeah, well, I know it's a boring answer. It's just the truth. Um, about this guy, I think maybe we can... I found this interesting to see. Uh, so just for the sake of it, we don't have to like go very much into detail, but I found the post very interesting. So um, the, the the person posting, so this is a, from a Reddit post from yesterday called Thank You So Much For The Incredible Battle Pass Valve. And it's by, uh, by this supposedly rich royal family member from Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure exactly who it is, blah, 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 but there's like basically something confirmed as far as I'm aware. Um, and made this post showing showing off their levels and saying thank you for the battle pass and tons of people are like celebrating it and being like wow that's incredible you've contributed so much to the game thank you so much or hey i played with you or asking like just genuine questions showing interest and being excited and then a little bit later comments started to surface with people like why are you celebrating this person they're from the saudi royal family don't you know what they're doing in the world it's fucking despicable that they're even making this post and drawing attention to themselves and looking for yeah, just looking for more attention, basically, through mm. this. Uh, I feel like it should be mentioned just because it's kind of like a, a very... It's kind of been a high drama post for the subreddit in the last day It or was two. number one on or the day. subreddit. I was yeah. really surprised. Like, what, it, <clears throat> what do you think about making a post like that where you say thank you for the battle pass and post your huge level? He has the... He or they, I'm not sure who it is, has the highest level compendium in the game. By right. about 30, 30 Well, I have preconceived, I don't know if it's preconceived notions or if I've been verified that it's pretty young kid. It's like 13-year-old. I don't know what his actual age is, but I know he's relatively young. So if he was like 30 and doing this, then that would be, a, I don't know. I guess I right, wouldn't really true. care that's true. The perspective is kind of different based on age. That's something you don't know. I, I don't think I would look at it negatively regardless, but... Less so, obviously, if he's younger, right? He's just having fun. I don't yeah. know. Like, looking sure. at his responses, he seems like a positive guy. Um, I mean, I was born in Saudi Arabia, Cinderin. I, I know what it can be like over there. It's It definitely has its challenges. It was kind of scary for me growing up to some degree, but eh, it's just a post. Who how, cares? Let him be. So in your experience, how true is the 
how to say it, the popular Western uh, perspective on what Saudi Arabia is. Like how uh, true is it? I, is it is it mega exaggerated how you know the classic things that people will talk about will be stuff like slavery or uh being derogatory toward women or not having the same rights for women etc i think we've talked about this a little bit in the past with was it your mom at some point you told stories about on the podcast i think possibly Uh, but that things also improved a lot something like that so i yeah when i so i left I was born there and I left at 10 and I have not been back since. I don't think I'm even allowed in Saudi Arabia anymore, actually, because uh-huh. I forget what the rules are. But I got to choose citizenship, essentially, like which one I wanted to have between Saudi and U.S. I chose U.S. Yeah. Um, I mean, back then, I would I would say it was probably pretty accurate, uh, especially okay. with the women stuff. Like, How many years ago accurate. is that now? Like 20... 50, 25 years now? 25 years ago. So women weren't allowed to drive uh, to the point where if you didn't have a man to drive you, sometimes you would have your, like we would literally see eight-year-olds driving cars. Like They would have like wooden stuff attached to their feet to be able to reach the pedals. I mean, it's, it's, it's a rich country, but fucking hardcore. People would, uh, if you stole something, like the whole, the stories about people stealing stuff and getting their hands cut off, 100% true. The stories about people, like there wouldn't be a trial or anything if they thought you murdered somebody or if you committed adultery with, I don't know what the proof level is on any of this stuff, but they would round everybody up in the area and just chop their head off. That is true. How much has Did changed? Did you ever since... experience that? No. I heard a classmate that their parents got their head chopped off doing that once. I don't know if that's true. Fuck. But <laughs> this took quite the turn, by the way. Um but since I left, I haven't really paid that much attention to how much has changed other than I know that women are allowed to drive, I think. So it's getting a little okay. bit better. But yeah, they're way behind the times. Like, look at it this way. Typically speaking, like, let's take North Korea out of the picture here. Typically, mm-hmm. if you look at the wealth of a country, the GDP, let's call it, it is generally around the same level as other countries in terms of the, um, what's the word? The way that they treat people. What is that called? God, I'm blanking on everything today. Uh, just uh, the not sure. whatever the fuck that's called. They're far below average. They're like stuck in Stone Age in a lot of ways. Um, but from what I understand, they've made a lot of improvements. So I couldn't say one way okay. or the other at this stage uh, in 2020, at least. Yeah. But back just, to the I, okay. <laughs> so this was a really this was a really big like sidetrack. But I was just curious because it's. If nothing else, I found it interesting to read the thread to see like that polarization in comments, right? Where some people are just like, hey, amazing. Thank you for everything with the battle pass and yada, yada, and supporting the game. And it's cool that you're spending so much on it. Uh, and then there was that other side of the story that it's literally blood money. Don't celebrate this shit, you know? And I, I don't really know what to believe. Like, I don't know how accurate any of this is, obviously. Uh, so your perspective was kind of the best I had. Uh, on it i mean it's from someone who has been there like this uh, is just a post and at the on, same time i don't know like it's jumping to conclusions i, I feel like let, yeah exactly like let's let's say whoever this person is what are you supposed to do what can you do to be good in that position what do you like mean? let's say you're i don't know if you want to say fortunate or unfortunate enough to have been born into this family and they have done terrible things in the past and you have means to do stuff that you like with this money, what should you do? Should you do nothing with it because it's bad money and then somebody else spends it? Or should you spend it on something that you think is inherently good and fun? Right? Right. Like, I don't know. It's It just seems like a loss-loss situation to me. Like, if you're born into a family like this, can you ever do anything without just being condemned for being who you are? Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I think the fact that he's just spending I mean, it on Dota is like, yeah, let him do whatever he wants. Like, that's fine. I feel like if the Helping person did, like, of anything. what's the most selfless thing you can do with money is donating to a charity, right? Like, that's the most selfless thing you can do. Mm, if you did say. that, if you did that, people would still question your motivation for it. Then there would be like, you're buying absolution or something, right? Like, mm. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do. If, well, it's the whole idea of your self. People are inherently selfish, and if they 
give money to somebody, they're still selfish because it makes them feel good. You know what I mean? Or it makes them look mm-hmm. good. So it's not about actually giving other people money or helping them out. It's about making themselves feel better for right. what they did. So it's a lose-lose, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think it was completely overblown. Uh, it just seems like a nice kid that spends a shit ton of money in Dota. Like, there's no reason to look into it anymore, in my opinion. But that's just me. Anyway, back to the final topic at hand, which you had zero insight on. On what should we expect when the battle has? <laughs> that's finished. me. You know uh, me. I mean, they did find files uh, behind Dire Tide. Some dire tide stuff going on right now, so I don't know if it comes out right when the battle pass ends. Uh, it could—I mean, dire tide's Halloween, right? So they have till technically. To when the it's end Halloween, of the month. it's October thirty-first, right? Right. Okay. I would say. So I, probably coming out November seventh, then. <laughs> possibly, uh, it might be a dire tide slash winter theme, com- combination frost of this. I am expecting two heroes. To come out when the battle pass ends, Cinderin. Wow. I'm expecting. I'm not hoping. I'm expecting. Wow. Okay. It has been a long time. We know they're working mm. on shit. I'm expecting this shit. One of them, okay. I'm expecting to be Aghanim. The other one, I'm expecting to be Valkyrie. Who's I will Valkyrie? be disappointed. Well, Valkyrie is the hero we talked about uh, that had the lore myth. The one that's the Norse got mythology. a lot of lines with Mars? Yes. A lot of lines. Okay. And. It was. It might be based off Puppet Master. We don't. I don't. I can't remember the. There's so many different heroes with different like little right. spells attached to them that we have no idea. A lot of them are probably just red herrings that are put there just to confuse people. But anyway, I'm expecting two heroes, Cinder. I'm gonna be disappointed. I know. But what's the point in not hoping for things? You know. I mean, do you think it's out of the realm of possibility? Like they've had so much time to get two heroes out. I mean, it depends on what they do, right? I feel like if they're coming out with X amount of heroes a year, it's not like they start working on them a month before. It's like this is a literal year-long process from both a design, like from the concept stage to the modeling stage to all the art-related stuff into the particle effects that are put in and then into actual balancing of the game, right? It, it is a long process, but I feel like they've had plenty of time for it. What spells would Aghanim have? That is the question. And what happens when he buys Aghanims? That is the most oh. intriguing of them all. I don't know. It's too much to think about. Too many Aghanims, man. I love it, though. It can't be Rubik. It's Rubik's father, so it has to be better. Rubik has the best Ags in the entire game. It has to top Rubik, or we will all be disappointed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all your spells have zero cooldown. There you go. Great, but what if his spells are all garbage, Cinder, and then it sucks? You see, everything is good at zero cooldown in Dota. Everything. Imagine a zero cooldown quill spray. You one shot the enemy well, team. Of course, quill spray is insane. But zero cooldown nasal goo. Okay, what about a zero cooldown passive, Cinderin? Hmm? Bristleback passive. Yeah, okay, passive. three passives in his. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It could be shit. Nice. Theoretically, that sounds like an ability draft hero. I mean, he right he could be the only hero with a. All passive abilities. That would be great. That would be great for the game. That's you know, instead of making a new player experience, put a fucking hero with no active ability. That is the new player experience. I would like to patent that idea. All the new people come in, they what don't if to learn anything. One of the two new heroes is literally a smurf. Like a blue that? smurf? Yeah. Just have the have it be a smurf as like a distraction. <laughs> so when people are talking about smurfing, then it's less <laughs> obvious that the problem oh my, exists. That is actually genius that's how you fix the problem you muddy it up with something else called the same works thing. in politics that's true no that's that's very true this would fit the year very nicely actually um okay well might that get is, sued for that though but yeah probably I'm worth pretty, it i think valve could buy the rights to smurf i don't think smurf is that big anymore i could be wrong who has the rights to smurfs is it disney i have no idea couldn't tell you Anyway, this is the Elgin comic franchise episode of all time, maybe. Yeah, I'll keep talking to make it longer. You could this. do that. We have zero Patreon mailbag questions because nobody submitted. It wasn't even bad questions. Nobody submitted any questions, so we have nothing to choose from. If it was it's bad questions, I would say It's very indicative of the times. What is? That we didn't get a question. Yeah. It fits. 
Uh, okay, so that brings this episode to an end. Cinderin, have you seen In Bruges? Wait. Who owns the Smurfs? I could not care any less. Uh, I've not watched In Bruges. I don't remember if I've watched the Smurfs. Maybe I did when I was a kid, actually. That's Let's possible. just assume you've never them. seen any movie or show in your entire life. That's what I'm learning. I watched time. The Matrix when I was like seven. That makes me feel really old. Oh my God, that makes me feel When really did it come out, actually? I watched it like really when I was 16. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, I'm not been 10, 10 years actually. older than I was you. Probably, I was probably 10. Okay, that makes me It sense. came out when I was 10, so I can't have been seven. Yeah, thank Unless. you. Sarah. Unless. All right. Um, I actually. <laughs> I don't know if I want to ask this question. This could be our mailbag question, but it's so bad. Somebody asked this in my chat earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, this is. It's good that this episode is not sponsored. So I'm sorry for not giving whoever oh. got. Uh, whoever asked this yeah, or credit. for giving me notice. So if you if cloning was a thing, Cinder, if you cloned oh yourself, okay, and without going into detail, let's say you did something sexual with yourself, would it be masturbatory or would it be incest? What is your answer? Really? This was the question. <laughs> This was the best thing you could come up with. It's the only thing I can think of right now. He asked the question. I can't stop thinking about it. The last two hours, I've been thinking about it. Let let me give you my answer, and you can give me a more maybe in-depth version, okay, or more logical. it's It's philosophical. There's nothing logical about this. If you cloned... Okay, my question is, from your perspective, what is the difference between if you were to clone yourself or if you had a a twin... Identical twin. What is the actual difference? I actually don't know the answer to this. It's a stupid question, I'm sure. What is the actual difference? If you're identical, what is different oh, about you? Okay, what's your definition of a clone? Is it a clone right now? So I'm, I just somehow magically make a copy of myself that thinks the same way, has the same mannerisms, the it's same age, looks, everything. Doppelganger. It's the same. Yeah, just carbon Flat copy. out the same person times two. Yeah, let's forget about like how that's cloning right now. twins are. Okay. Oh, well, sure. No, but... Okay, let me put it this way. When you have an identical twin, right? Pretty much everything is the same, but if you have different experiences, you're going to interpret things differently over time. So the same, in theory, would happen with your clone. So if you were to clone yourself as a baby, isn't that the same as as being... Okay, that's different. Isn't that the same as having an identical twin? No, because a clone should, in theory, be 100% identical, and an identical twin isn't. But in practice, what what does that mean? You know, what does that actually mean? difference in the genetics i mean that's very hard to answer i don't know everything about the human masturbatory or (laughs) (laughs) now you remind me of slacks you know you start getting into like a little bit more details he's like fuck it man just cut to the chase just tell me what i want to (laughs) know okay does it not matter like you asked (laughs) please answer the question okay and give me your detailed answer Thank you to whoever asked this Patreon mailbag question. I would say neither. Why does it have to be either of those two? I think it's both. Industrial <laughs> implies that it's it, it, it has something to do with your family, but a clone yeah. is not family. And masturbatory right. implies that it's something with yourself, and the clone is not yourself. So I would say neither. It's okay. a different... Yeah, neither. Okay. I like that answer. Yeah. It, wow, you I, like the cop-out. Holy no, shit. I, I, have not, I don't want to Google this because I don't want this in my history, so I might have to do an incognito. I need to look up the word incest on what it technically means. I know okay. it's... Remember like, incognito. It, <laughs> I, I know it's with family, but is it like the full thing or is it just anything in between? Oh, like, let that's me what tell I, you. <laughs> do you so know the answer? what the porn industry is really playing on, Shannon, <laughs> is how far... <laughs> My step no, there's a lot of stepdads oh, in the porn industry. So Stepbrother. Hmm. When is it okay? <laughs> okay, thank God this is not a sponsored episode. This Next episode time. is sponsored by <laughs> Thank you Maybe for we'll the get question. Different sponsor approaches after this episode. You know, the best thing about this, Cinder, yeah, is people that see the timestamp 
Damn, uh, my green we, screen's exploding. It's okay. That's awesome. Oh my god, oh, it looks fits terrible. with the Pega really well. God, it really looks bad. People that look at the in Bruges timestamp, they're gonna see that it extends five minutes past, and they're gonna think, "Oh my god, he saw in Bruges." I can't believe it. And they're going to be oh, disappointed with a masturbatory question. All right. Until next time, Suns fans, Sinner and signing out. Thanks for joining us, guys. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening.